hey, hey, welcome back to Third Above Podcast. I think we're getting the hang of this now, sweet sister. Um, it's me, Shirley Lewis, with my lovely little sister, Dee Lewis. <laughs> I love being called little sister. It makes me want to put my hair in pigtails and like run around <laughs> with a skipping rope or something. Um, yeah, so thank you for tuning back into us. We hope you're getting something something from this um we are still in lockdown obviously slightly kind of more freedom being allowed at the moment but we're still recording this remotely and we thought this might be a good time to start going through those tracks that you have been asking us about you wanted to know a little bit more about the process of recording and what happens when you're in the studio so actually after high energy our first one that we spoke about we did a track called when the going gets tough in 1985 if you can believe that yeah and it was for the movie soundtrack for jewel of the nile the jewel of the nile right yeah um it turns out we're actually on about four tracks on that soundtrack which um i guess when the go gets tough is one that you remember a bit more so yeah. and obviously you know it was a number one i think in the uk yeah and too, jewel of so. the nile was the artist was precious wilson uh, the what Precious Wilson, Ruby Turner, yeah. um, was on the soundtrack, and then an outfit, I suppose you'd call it, called the Wilsden Dodgers, which I think was probably the producers having a laugh and getting yeah. us in to sing on it. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> wasn't, cool this, party. wasn't the studio in Wilsden? Maybe yeah, that's it was, what, yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great, yeah. I loved doing uh, The Going Gets Tough was a brilliant song, obviously Billy Ocean. Um, yeah. I'm sure everyone remembers that. But that was a really cool um, session. And actually, something we touched on last time when we were talking about thirsts is sometimes you go into the studio and the producer knows exactly what they want. Mm. And other times they really don't have a clue and then they're leaving it to the backing vocals to come up with something. And this was one of those times um, we come up with all the licks that are used in, in that song. Mm. But I remember distinctly Mutt Lang, and it was obviously quite early in, in my, my sort of professional singing career as well, so those first really stick out. Mm -hmm. And I just remember Mutt being very specific about the the tone. It was it was it, it wasn't um, one of those sing out things. It was really like a wispy, like he really wanted a specific kind of sound to it. Yeah. Um, very controlled, a kind of breathy. breathy sound. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And fortunately, because our blend was so on point, you know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a huge stretch for us to do that. And uh, right, yeah, that's the thing as well. People have people have been uh, um, pointing out is they didn't really understand what we meant by a blend. So yeah. um, it's just, you know, when you, your speaking voice and your singing voice is obviously different, um, but some people want, you know, that breathy sound, which is when you're not using your full voice. It's just very controlled and, as you said, very breathy. And that's what we mean by a blend. We kind of, um, you try and match up with the other singer, whoever you're singing with. You try and yeah. get their sound. Yeah, the other singer, but also the kind of frequency of the track that you're singing on, because mm -hmm. some songs call for a more expressive way of singing, if you like, more kind of like doing a lead vocal, I guess, yeah. where you're just letting your voice kind of ring out a bit more as opposed yeah. to kind of you know, making it like part of the soundscape, yeah. which is actually kind of what I did working in movies in my time, my 15 odd years of living in LA. Yeah. I used my voice in a different way and it was kind of like that. It was almost like another instrument, like a guitar yeah. or a saxophone, as opposed to a voice that you're just, you know, having your own natural tone kind of ring out. Yeah, totally. Um, and he also, I remember he wanted that um, kind of Supremes 
sound, yes. didn't he? He wanted like a 60s-ish sound. Yeah. And it did come out like, it did come out like that, actually. Yeah, so there I think you can, you know, that was just a, such a tiny little soundbite, but um, you can hear that blend and the, you know, that Supremes-ish sound, which uh, the producer was looking for. And, you know, fortunately, we were able to give it to him. And also that became a bit of a Lewis sound after that. It did, because I think because it was such a huge hit, obviously lots of people heard it, and it was in a movie, so it translated outside of the UK too in a really big way. Um, it became one of those things that you started to realise people were kind of asking for it without specifically asking for it. You know, yeah, they'd yeah. say, you know, that sound that you did, you know, can you can we have a bit of... It's like, what do you mean? And it became quite apparent that that's yeah. what they meant. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know what, um, with some, some fun facts here as well is do you remember when um michael douglas and oh, was it kathleen turner mm -hmm. and danny devito were going to be on top of the pops with billy ocean and yeah they wanted to mime to our voices and we had to sign a waiver to allow them to do it and i was like this is kind of cool like <laughs> we're letting michael douglas mime to our voices which is that was i mean and when i saw it on top of the pops it's um it was really funny and actually if you want to check that out on YouTube just type in <laughs> when the going gets tough Michael Douglas and uh, you'll see them miming to our voices which is kind of oh, sweet I want to check it out actually I want to look into that have you not yeah, seen there it? Was some, I, I, have, I mean obviously a long time ago I have but I haven't seen it recently right. um, yeah, but I have to have a look into that but um, I remember there was some issue with the, because they weren't musicians union members so Correct, officially yeah. they couldn't be on top of it but, and obviously they got around it somehow because they yeah. were on it <laughs> as they do yeah um so yeah and then that was you know but that was probably in the midst of our doing a lot of stuff at battery studios yeah with um the record label zomba came out of there and there were lots of associated albums artists like ruby turner like yeah. precious like jonathan butler yeah um, and then more stuff with billy and you know and, and that whole area which again always kind of spirals to something else in those days especially studios were where you went to record your songs now people can record at home it's very different mm. um you know you don't necess necessarily need all that gear but at the time it was a real kind of social connecting hub um, yeah it's true you go in to do a session but then you you kind of like you're there for hours afterwards just you know getting a glass of wine yeah. or something and chatting yeah. and seeing all the different musicians coming and going and i think actually i think zombo um was wasn't they south african or yeah there's, there was a heavy kind of south african um leaning in that i think i think mutt south african I yeah think and jonathan also i think butler jonathan butler is, yeah yeah he is too yeah that but, was a great time it was a great time yeah um it's interesting talking about that song actually when the going gets tough because do you remember when we were gonna we wanted to do a book and we were mm -hmm. gonna use the song titles for different aspects of our life as it moved on but um the going gets tough is a good one because um th well this time last year 
we oh, started yeah. rehearsing for our Cowboys and Angels show, which uh, for That's anyone right. that doesn't know, um, is the George Michael band and singers, people that worked with him for, you know, years, 20 odd 20, 30 mm. years probably um, yeah, and we put the yeah. band together to do a concert for his birthday which was um well june 25th mm, um, that's that, right that we were right in the middle of it yeah. this time last year but that was tough <laughs> that was tough that was tough yeah different kind of tough you know where people are experiencing this kind of tough right now and there's mm. always going to be tough things but that was very emotional it was kind of tough and really amazingly beautiful at the same time because it was a real coming together of the people that had known him especially musically so well um and being in the in the middle of that and trying to figure out how we could do justice to those songs and to his musical memory his legacy and do it in a way that was really positive and uplifting and and really as a way for all those his kind of fan base to come together and connect through his music with the people that were, you know, the closest to him on stage for so many years in different yeah. manifestations. Yeah, exactly. And and we, and we had uh, we spent a lot of time just with the MD, which who's Chris Cameron, just mm. kind of trying to figure out how we do these songs with six singers mm. at all singing at the same time because we didn't particularly want any one of us to pick out a lead line and it was kind of do it more like a choir we were trying to yeah make it more like a choir and make it work so that we were in a way you didn't focus on one particular singer you were just listening to a whole um, yeah again now six yeah. of us blending that was true really mm. but that was it went really well i think we the time we spent around the piano in your studio mm. just yeah, going yeah. over the songs and getting the blend that really helped it really did help yeah and it was more we we talked about this a lot during that time as well it's like well n no one can take george's place in this scenario so let's not make a place for an individual voice that exactly. much you know uh with the odd voice kind of popping out so that was the that was the idea behind that for anyone that was there especially i don't yeah. know if you know that but um, yeah because you know some people were saying oh are you going to have like a front person are you going to get another mm -hmm. you know star to fill in or and at the time and i think it was the right thing to do we didn't feel so. that um it was really for the, the you know the fans and and for us the musicians that worked with him it was kind of like yeah. our little tribute to him and bringing someone else in making them the focus kind of di distracted from it being about george and george's music and what an amazing songwriter you know he is and yeah. uh, he was mm. um and and just using our voices the way he used our voices which was that pad that he loved i mean yeah he loved lots of singers and mm. you know even if he if even if he didn't use lots of singers he used to layer up his own voice which is another yeah. thing we do in the studio which is quite interesting to talk about is tracking oh yeah right true yeah yeah it's not just harmonies sometimes it's singing the same melody you know a few times over to make that kind of rich sound particularly with like more than one voice because sometimes just one voice sounds a little flat yeah no matter how many times you track it um tracking means just recording over you know the same thing over again so you, yeah. everything's playing at the same time um, which is not as easy as it sounds because you you're matching everything you do it's like you we're talking now it's like trying to track that is difficult yeah. the timing and everything so you know that that's a, that's another skill I, I think that you know people don't really think about think about backing vocals you don't really know what that is
Right, about having to sing in time with something else, even if it's your own voice. Exactly. Yeah. But George really, I mean, you would know because you obviously work with him a lot. I didn't I didn't work with him that much, but I, you know, he was in my world through you a lot. So even when I wasn't working with him, I, you know, I would obviously hear about you and I'd come and see you do your thing. And um, But he was very mindful and appreciative of the musicians around him. Yeah. And I think that was a felt thing. Totally, um, totally. And very loyal. Really valued. Yeah, yeah. Really valued that aspect of it. Yeah, because the same people were in his life musically from the time. I'm not quite sure about Wham because I really didn't meet George until uh, the Wham final. So, But from that point up until yeah. his death, the same people were around. So he was very loyal. Um, yeah. And hopefully... I mean, the concert, anyway, was great, and uh, I think everyone had a good time, and um, we'll be able to do it again, I'm sure. We will. Yes, we will. Obviously, you know, when the going gets tough, <laughs> that's a very, another metaphor for, for that sort of situation. But we did get going. We did it, and it meant so much to so many people, and it meant so much to us, and felt like something that was really what it was meant to be, which was just full of heart and spirit and music yeah it was special it, it was it was very special i there was some kind of uh, myths going on uh, actually during the concert that where people were saying they saw a, a feather floating down um, oh, whether yeah. i'm not sure if it happened or it didn't happen but um i like to think it did but it's a nice it's a nice myth to have around um that cowboys and angels show um and if anyone listening um wants to check out some of the stuff it's on youtube and also we have a facebook page which is um now the official george michael band page so check that out too right that's right yeah please do (laughs) guys another thing for me to check out i haven't listened to it in a while (laughs) definitely last time we rambled on just chatting with each other (laughs) not sure how interesting that was but um anyway that the feedback has been pretty good so um i'm enjoying it the feedback's been amazing, really, truly amazing. I'm, I'm just loving it. And it's so interesting, the little elements that people pick up on, which is always surprising because when you're talking about something that you know so well, you can't imagine that that might be interesting to someone exactly. else. Until they say, I'd really like to know more about that. And it's like, sure, okay, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We've got loads more to talk about, obviously, and we're just trying to, you know, pick little bits here and there to try and... Um, you know kind of let everyone in on this world behind the scenes which you know uh, people are finding interesting so that's a good thing for us yeah exactly so yeah so stay tuned thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to us we will try to upload another one pretty soon and um, until then take care of yourselves stay well see ya a third above Bye. bye